Hello, and welcome to the Rank Kings, the podcast that forces me to watch old movies for the first time. I'm Danny Weiser. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host and the sloth to my chunk, Ty McGowan. What's up, Ty? How are you, What's buddy? up? I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this episode. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I think I am. Uh, also joining us this week is the host of the Love That Movie podcast and our very own Rosalita, Ellen Beck. <laughs> Hi, Ellen. Hi. Hola. (laughs) (laughs) How are you? I'm doing great. Good. I'm also eating Um, snacks. I don't care. It's fine. Nobody listens anyway, so we're not going to get any complaints. If we didn't get any complaints on the audio about the episode that you and Megan did for us a couple weeks ago, we're not going to get any complaints about you eating some snacks. It's fine. Uh. I think the majority of, of people just see the title of the movie we're reviewing and just get mad that Danny has never seen it, and then mm-hmm. they just move on and don't listen to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you get the dynamic we have with our fans. When you asked me about wanting to be on this one, like I had to hold back the rage of you never seeing it to be like, yes, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> you barely held it back. I still got yelled at a little, but not nearly as bad as you wanted to, I could tell. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, obviously, we're talking about the Goonies. I watched the Goonies for the first time, um, and since I haven't seen it before, Ty, you're kind of the host of these episodes. Since I'm, uh, I'm just along <laughs> for the ride. So you t- take it away. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and start with your summary. Your summary in your own words of what you watched. Uh, yeah. My incredibly professional and uh, in-depth, detailed summary. Uh, I'm going to ask for how many times does he call Mikey Samwise? Let's go. Ooh, at the very beginning. Uh, Okay. A group of friends known as the Goonies, consisting of Lil Samwise, a loudmouth future car salesman, child Doc Brown but Asian, and a cowardly fat kid are joined by sweatpants under booty shorts brother, desperate love interest, and desperate love interest best friend on a hunt to find the lost treasure of a pirate named after a penis. They want to find the treasure so that they can stop the generic rich villains from buying their whole town, I think. After finding a treasure map in Lil Samwise's attic and Booty Short's brother's surviving of an attempted murder, the gang enters an abandoned torture shack inhabited by the generic Italian-American bad guys, henceforth known as the Mario family. (laughs) After a few scary run-ins, as well as sending the cowardly fat kid to get the police, the gang makes their way underneath the shack to some hidden tunnels laced with booty slash booby traps. Unbeknownst to them, Cowardly Fat Kid is captured by the Mario family and threatened with torture and eventually locked in a basement with the Hunchback of Notre Dame. The gang navigates the penis pirate's traps and puzzles and eventually finds his ship loaded with treasure. Before they can collect the treasure and leave, the Mario family stops them and forces them to walk the plank, claiming the treasure for themselves. Just when all hope is lost, Quasimodo and Chunk arrive to save the day, freeing the Goonies from the threat of the Mario family, but not before the cave housing the pirate ship begins to collapse. The Goonies escape the collapsing cave. The Mario family is apprehended by the police, and the Goonies' parents have accepted their fate of losing their town, but being happy to save their children or to have their children back. That is until the true hero of this film, Rosalita, discovers a marble pouch that Little Samwise filled with gems, and the town is saved. Quasimodo is going to live with Chunk, even though Chunk never asked his parents permission, but they're cool with it, I guess. And this pirate ship filled with apparently billions of dollars worth of treasure sails off into the sunset, and everybody is just cool with that, and no one bothers to go after it, I guess. The end. Oh, man. That just taking I think I got something, everything. Taking something magical and just making it terrible. It's just oh, what do you mean? Classic move. What do you mean? I got everything. 
I didn't miss a beat. You did. Uh, you did explain in your own words. Bastardizing my you. favorite film. I, listen, oh I, did what I, I did what I was asked <laughs> to do. Oh, man. Yeah, this... Okay, Ellen, how about you go ahead and talk about your, your beginnings with Goonies? Because we discussed this when I was on your Love That Movie episode. Mm-hmm. Because this was my go-to, like, rainy day feel-good movie. Yeah. It's uh, it's also that, for me as well, um, coupled with a few others... Uh, I think I first saw this movie in probably like the fifth grade, fourth grade, fifth grade. Um, It was, I feel like I remember renting this a lot. So it had to have been like in those last few years that we would like go to Blockbuster or Hollywood Video every weekend and I would get the Goonies. Um, When I was younger, it was Spice World and then eventually it was Goonies every weekend. Um, And... Yeah, I am just completely, completely obsessed with, like, it's never not funny to me. I think I've seen this movie maybe 50 to 100 times, if not more. I laugh every time Chunk says, bullet holes the size of matzo balls. (laughs) 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 And many other times. Um, uh, Yeah, it's, I could watch this movie on mute and just quote along with the whole thing and i hear exactly how it sounds in my head um yeah it's my childhood this is my childhood is the goonies yeah it's the same i can't remember the first time i watched this because my mom loves this movie so much that she forced me to watch it when i was younger um and i love it so much there's a sticker on my bedroom door that says goonies never say die so i mean i love (laughs) i love the goonies so much it does make me laugh every time when uh, Chunk knocks off the penis of the statue <laughs> and then glues it on upside down, and Brad goes, if God made us that way, we'd all be pissing, pissing in our faces. faces. <laughs> Makes me laugh. It's my mom's favorite Sorry part. To, yeah, that was the best. That was the funniest line in the whole movie is when Mikey says, it's my mom's favorite part. <laughs> so good. So good. Uh, it makes me cry every time. Like, even though the writing isn't great in... In one in some of the parts, which I'll talk about later, but it makes me cry every time when Data and his dad are talking. Like literally every single time when his dad's just like, "You're my best invention." I was just <laughs> like, "What? What, Christopher Columbus? You did not need to put that in there at all." No, and it just kills me. And then when um, I mean, I'm trying not to make this a remember that part, but like when uh, it, when Mikey is like sitting in there with the bones of one eye willy and he like lifts the eye patch and he's like oh, yeah. whoa and then he hits the uh uh inhaler yeah, yeah. gets me every time <laughs> a little tear uh danny what were you excited to see this movie what did you know about it give us some of your your thoughts yeah this one i actually was really excited to see this is a big this was a very big hole in my movie watching history yeah. And so I'm glad to have uh, to have filled that in and finally seen this one. Um, I knew I knew the basics of it. I, like I knew the truffle shuffle, and I knew about hey you guys, and like I know that Goonies never die. Uh, never I knew that they were die. looking for treasure, <laughs> whatever. Um, and then I like I knew I knew all of like the the big uh, like references that have kind of permeated pop culture. Yeah. Um, but like I didn't know any specifics at all. Yeah, absolutely. Does it change your mind at all on whether you like Baby Roos or not? 
Uh, doesn't affect my feelings towards Baby Ruth's, which I, I have a very neutral opinion about Baby Ruth's. Well, see, uh, now, you, now you can buy them just to do the whole bit of Baby, baby Ruth. Ruth? <laughs> I, mean, I can't eat a Baby Ruth without thinking of Caddyshack, though. Um, oh, honestly. Yeah. I'm sorry your the childhood was worse than ours. Pool. Oh, man. My childhood yeah. was great. <laughs> well... Oh, man. Okay, well, let's start with some of the, what would you call them, roses and thorns, or highlights and lowlights. The highs and lows, yeah. maybe. Um, sure. For me, Which, definitely the high was, was the kids. I mean, the kids were perfectly cast every single role. I don't think I had a problem with any of the casting, which I usually do with kids in movies, but this was just perfect. And I think it was due to the fact that Spielberg was super involved with this from the start. Yeah, that's a definite high. Um, aside from that, I think for me, it's um, it's like literally the story, how we get from like this scene to this scene. Like every scene oh, yeah. is such a great little like adventure. And it's just like perfect for the audience. If I'm assuming the audience was like supposed to be other like kids and middle schoolers and stuff because it's like I want to be doing every single thing that they're doing. I want to be in that cave. I want to be going through like the, you know, bottom of the well, all that stuff. It was like every single set piece is such a perfect little adventure. And that that world is awesome. I want to live in it. I want to be a Goonie. I want to go down that slide so bad into the cave with one eyed Willie's ship. And then be on that ship. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, my my roses, my highlights were uh, this movie is very fun from like from start to finish. The entire thing is incredibly chaotic and very like it's like this subtitles were very needed because it's just kids yelling over each other. Um, right. But really? that made it feel genuine uh, because that's how kids talk. That's how kids interact with each other. They're not like politely waiting for each other to finish their thoughts and then starting their own, like they're constantly trying to outdo each other and yell over top of each other. Uh, and that made, uh, that, that just, it made it feel like they were genuinely very good friends and these, the kids had very, very good chemistry and that's so necessary for a show like this. Um, the set design of like the tunnels and the bone piano room and especially the cave with the ship in it, that was all so freaking good. Like it all looked yeah. incredible. Um, and then my last rose is Data, just like the existence of Data. He's incredible. Data uh, is Data the best. Is so best character in this movie by a mile. His inventions are amazing. <clears throat> They're like so so, cool. so awesome. Like I uh, don't know how. It's probably not okay that my husband and I are we quote Data and like do the voice to each other all the time, <laughs> all the time. So months and months of inventing. Like, we've said that to each other maybe a thousand times. Out of nowhere. Just when we're feeling the slightest bit of frustrated, we're like, it's months and months. I also thought the... Yeah, that's so great. Yeah, maybe the voice might be... Uh, it's not just, okay. Just I, I'm, I'm recognizing it's not okay. I can't believe I said it here, but uh, I am who I am. Uh, I love Dana. I, I wish he was my son. Yeah, honestly, if any of my kids turned out like any of the kids in this, then I've accomplished something great. Maybe not mouth, but awesome. yeah. I'd be yeah, fine. I don't want mouth. my kid to be anything like mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, 
Dude, Mouth can speak fluent Spanish, and he's like 12 years old. Are you kidding me? It's a monster. It's a mischievous little turd. Just fucking with Rosita. Oh my god. When he, this is when where he they keep the her, bodies. This is yeah. for the cockroaches. and Separate the drones. Separate, separate the drones. When he tells her that the dad keeps all of his adult toys up in the attic, I... His Busted torture devices. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched it with subtitles, and when he says sexual torture devices, that's in italics in the subtitles for some reason, which is a very funny name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, Mouth is such, such a great character. Uh, another highlight of mine is just Richard Donner's directing all these kids is just an impossible task. And apparently on set, like, they were just, I mean, it was like they were in the movie, but just, like, behind the scenes. And Richard Donner was losing his mind. So he went to Hawaii after the movie was done shooting, and he was, like, going to spend a week there. And Spielberg flew the entire cast out to (laughs) Richard Donner's house, and the kids were waiting for him in his house. And it was, like, it was, like, a day before his birthday, too. (laughs) Richard Donner was so pissed about it. <laughs> that's yeah, that, awesome. That's what, I, that's what I was saying, though. Like, they, it was incredibly chaotic and very fun, but it, that's why it felt genuine. Like, you could tell yeah. these kids were just a bunch of little turds that loved hanging out with each other and, like, had a, had a really good time together. That's what it felt like on screen, uh. which was great because this could have very easily been like robotic and just get your yeah. lines out and everybody make sure you're succinct and like I'm very glad it wasn't yeah. that every that would every have made joke this feel lands. way less genuine than Yeah. Every 100%. joke lands. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like five of them in my head right now. I like, like it's freaking hilarious. And I love the fact that they're like kind of the same way they were back then now. Like did did either of y'all or I guess Danny didn't watch it but Ellen, did you watch the like Zoom uh, script reading, or they like met up and like? I watched some of it. Questions? Yeah, I watched some of it. Um, it cracks me up that the guy who played Chunk turned into like this big Hollywood like uh, talent lawyer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just a real caricature from start to finish. That man. Um. <laughs> and the fact that they bullied Sean Astin off of the Zoom call because they kept making fun of his. His line, his the one time. of the greatest lines in film history. It's their time up there, up there, down here. It's our time. It's, <laughs> it's our, our time, time down, down here. here. Makes me cry every single time. It's, it's all over when we go. The minute we go movie. up in Troy's bucket. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it is such a terrible script, but I love it so much. Um, I think it's fantastic. But yeah, okay, let's. Getting to the lowlights. Some of the script was just super cheese ball. That, but I still love it so much. Uh, I absolutely love it. Yeah. What it, did y'all have any problems with it? I mean, that's really the only thing that I can think of. No, it's cheesy, but I love it. Like. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have any issues with the script because I was expecting like it's an '80s kids movie, and so I was expecting like cheese, and I kind of wanted cheese. Like that's right. what I was expecting and hoping for something out of this. And so, like, yes, you're right, but I also didn't have any kind of. Issues it's better with it. than it needed to be. Like, it did not have oh, to yeah. have that many jokes. Um, they could have gotten from point A to point B with all of like the fun set pieces and the action, but like, 
the fact that they stop to yeah one make all the jokes but two like add little bits of the characters here and there and then like don't forget like every few scenes we have to remind them that like they're the goonies and like they're they're about to lose their house and like they're the best friends who might not see each other again after this summer like it's so real chunk chunk did not have to meet the most charismatic child actor of all time especially when he's telling the throw-up story when he's telling the all of his things he's telling all of the things that he's ever done to the protagonist <laughs> and i dropped it down and i started making a noise please don't make that sound into the people place. started throwing up this all is an audio medium tie and then the and then the fratelli i'm starting to like this guy i and love then, this kid and then mama fratelli hip puree <laughs> <laughs> Chunk goes, I want to play the violin. <laughs> I'm too young to die. <laughs> oh, oh or, yeah, it's or, so like, great. He's so fun when he flags down the car and he's like, these really bad people, the truly the worst, the worst, the Fratellis, and then they turn the light yeah. on and he just starts singing a prayer. Yeah. <laughs> right, right after he, right after he says, and I can identify all of them. <laughs> just damning himself. <laughs> Very good. Danny, did you have any low lights with the movies? Because I have one low yeah. light, and it has nothing to do with how the movie was made or anything. So yeah, I mean, I got, I ha- got to have a few thorns. Um, I just uh, I don't completely understand the existence of sloth, uh, or, like what he is really. Like I I think they tried to explain that he was dropped a few times as a baby, but that's not what happens when you drop a baby. They don't they don't. How many grow times into, have you dropped a baby? Have you, how many? Like, are you telling me kids never get dropped? Have you ever seen a person look like that? I mean, they implied no. that he was dropped like multiple, multiple times. Oh, that is not the product of dropping a baby a few times. Uh, uh, also, the the sexual tension between Steph and Mouth was made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> Yes. Oh yeah, because Mouth is like weird. is like twelve, and Steph is like sixteen. They're like twelve and yeah. twelve and seventeen, I think, or something like that. That was very weird. Uh, also, the sexual tension between Andy and Mikey that was definitely underlined there was. Real, yeah, but that was, was accidental. Weird. What that happened? Your braces. Tension. Yeah, yeah, but even afterwards, like on the beach, where like no one had a problem with it once it was exposed that that happened, and she was still that was just a little weird. Um, Keep kissing girls like then, that. Yeah, that's weird. That's a weird thing to say. It's such a it's a weird thing to say. Don't say that to that kid. Um, and then my last one is just overall Andy's desperate horniness just made me a little. This is a, a kids movie. I didn't I didn't need her to be so desperately okay, horny. Look, the she's a teenage movie. girl. Look, man, I am I am a straight male, but Brand is freaking hot as crap. Yeah, if I were yeah. dating Brand, <laughs> yeah, been I get me. it. <laughs> I get it. They're in a life and death situation, and she can't think about it anything other than like getting Josh Brolin's gigantic mouth over her entire face. That's all she can think about the whole movie. Hey, they're man, about to it die. Might be their last chance. Exactly. It might be their last chance. Gotta she get those kisses. Kiss. In. This movie's Come rated on. PG. I didn't need it. <laughs> gotta kiss. Didn't need it. Kiss. <laughs> the like I Ellen, wanted her to have, have some problems? character. I wanted her to have literally any character motivation other than I'm super horny for Brand. 
Just give me something. Give me some layers. The only other layer I got that was that was that she played piano for a little bit as a kid. That's the only two things I know about Andy. She took a few piano lessons and she's mad horny for Brand. That's it. So I wasn't expecting Danny to be more of a feminist viewer than I am. Um, I never really needed that from Andy. Uh, don't do this to me, Danny. Um, <laughs> but I think it's yeah. So I think what we found out uh, is Ellen is just <laughs> doesn't care about anyone and just hates feminism. That's what we found out in this podcast so yeah. far, right? <laughs> I've been knowing that. <laughs> I mean, just lay the chips on the table. It's all about <laughs> it's all about cute boys. That's what movies are for. Um, uh, no, I guess if if I had to say that there's a thorn, um, yeah, I guess you're probably right. The stuff between mouth and stuff does not have to be there, like at all. <laughs> it felt so weird. It felt so weird. There was so and it was much just sexual sh- tension. It was like shoehorned in because they like. They like so not necessary. I know. hate each other until like they get saved. That's how crushes work. Yeah, yeah I was no. about to say even the hate each other, even the hating each other was just ripe with weird sexual tension, tension between that children, that very small child, and that not really that small child. And I wish I didn't know what I know now about like Corey Feldman. You know? Oh yeah. I don't know anything about Corey Feldman. I doubt I ever will. He's, He's the a weird weirdest dude. man alive. Yeah. But he was a kid. He was a kid yeah, then. So. It's before a lot. Yeah. Uh, I think the only problem I has, have is this is set, like, in Seattle. Like, like, wet, like Upper it's West Coast. It's somewhere in the Northwest, yeah, coast. Yeah, there's no pirates up there. It, like, the, you could just easily Famously. film this in the same spot and just say that it's New England. And that would make so much more sense. Because, like, pirates are not in the Upper Northwest. But that's just the it history would, nerd. It would have explained the Fratellis a little easier, too. If it had been in New <laughs> England, makes, yeah. It makes a whole lot more sense. <laughs> yeah. It makes a whole lot more sense for them to be in the, in the uh, also, it was the United States. it was super easy to break out of that extremely small jail that <laughs> one of the Fratellis... I think there were only, like, four people there. Oh, yeah. You know, I forget about that opening scene a lot. Yeah. Um, in a Jeep Cherokee, too. Not even like a really fast, nice car. Yeah, it's just a basic four-wheel drive balls. Jeep Cherokee. <laughs> what is this uh, like? car race on sand? Uh, it's just uh, part, of the, part of the <laughs> beach vibe, you know? It's incredibly convenient is what it is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I keep... I'm just thinking of more stuff that we haven't talked about, about how great... Like, Chunk... When he comes into the house and everyone's like, you're lying. Remember that time you said Michael Jackson came over to your house? He's like, okay, I lied about that. But Michael Jackson didn't come over to us, but his sister did. <laughs> <laughs> or when he tries to call the cops and the cops don't believe him because he yeah. tells like tell, tall tales to the cops all the time. Yeah. <laughs> then when he's watching the car like chase. Like gremlins he's shout pinned, out. He's, oh, yeah. <laughs> When he's watching the car chase and he's pinned up against the glass and he squeezes his milkshake too much and it just goes everywhere. That was the first cuss word I ever heard in a movie. Yes, oh, I was very sheltered. Was so funny. And then when Sloth is attacking his brothers 
and they're trying to get him on his side, and one of them, <laughs> one of them's like, "Remember that time we wanted to fix your teeth, but we spent the money on Francis's toupee." <laughs> Like what a terrible family! They're the worst. <laughs> why? Why does a toupee cost that much money? Uh, gosh, it's just so great. Yeah, but that's the end. I don't really have any lowlights, um, other than this just needs to be set in New England and not Seattle because there's no pirates over there. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my last my last lowlight. Why did they just let that ship go? <laughs> Well, I'm billions a, of dollars because it's one eyed Willie's treasure. It's not yours to take. Go get Danny. it, Danny. First off, to you. nobody on that beach has a boat. Do you see? There were no boats docked yeah, on that that's beach, pretty, so that's they would wild. have Why to call it in. And there's boat. no way of getting a boat. There's no way of getting. How a boat. fast could that unmanned pirate ship be? Get a boat and they go can. get it. They can. They just didn't show it. Whatever. <laughs> They obviously, why, like, it would take away from the movie if they were like, okay, and cut to police boats driving up to this pirate ship. That is not a good just ending. Like one, just one dude in the background, just like, get a boat! That would have been very funny, I think. Just scrambling and no, yelling wait, at people. That, I think that, that been ending funny. was so heartwarming. It's we didn't such need a great ending. Uh, this isn't a genuine complaint. It was more of a funny, like thing that i noticed that this literally billions of dollars is just floating away and they're all just like longingly looking at it and waving it goodbye that's just well they wanted a very they wanted to it's save a very home. funny thing that i noticed they're focused on their family man they have more important things i'll focus, focus on billions on of dollars bro <laughs> that one little marble pouch is gonna buy their whole town and that was such a small fraction of it's, what was on that ship. it's not in a they're not buying the town they're i think they're just buying the apartment building that they're in they own houses. They, lived in the houses. they all lived in houses. They all lived in separate houses. What are you talking about? <laughs> they were in that the like movie? no. They, they were live in, like, in houses. They're in that. They're all houses. in that like bad part of the. Town. It's called a neighborhood. The Okay, so then there's a very very big financial difference from saving an entire town and one neighborhood they want to build a golf course on. Sorry for not being <laughs> super specific in my offhanded comment, you butthole. Jeez. <laughs> Sorry, I think yeah, I'm just still just angry that so you've never seen this So incredibly unfun. I make one offhanded comment. We've got to pick it apart. Someone has to attack you. Danny, what did you think after finishing this was... Like, did you stop and think like wow there was something missing from my childhood i've seen this too late in life <laughs> quit attacking my childhood i had a great childhood i just was outside a lot i like was with my friends and playing sports i didn't watch movies sorry there's Danny, time for both the question <laughs> no i don't think anything was missing from my childhood because i didn't watch the goonies earlier do you uh, think you would denial. do you think you would have loved it the way the way we did if you'd seen this at a young age probably yeah, probably. Okay. Like I, I sure I could say that. Do I love think- every movie I watch as a kid. I do you have you have any idea how many times I watched the movie Bloodsport as a kid? That movie sucks. <laughs> that movie's so bad, and I've seen it a hundred times just because we had it. I didn't like. I was I'm not. I was not picky. I would have loved this movie as a kid. Do Do you think this holds up? Do you think the Goonies holds up today? 
in general, a yes. Long pause. Like long I pause. think kids going on a treasure hunt is always going to make for a very fun kids movie. Like that formula is timeless. Um, they wouldn't have a data character today. Like he would never be made in 2021. Well, he just wouldn't have been the token Asian kid. His, his accent like, wouldn't have been. No. Well, I mean, yeah, probably yeah. not. Like there are obviously a few things that don't hold up, but like they've been mentioned, and I don't. We don't need to hammer them home. Like we talked about them kind of in the lowlights mm-hmm. as things that don't hold yeah. up. Uh, but like the story and like the kids absolutely hold up for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think you could very easily remake this and not have to change very much of the story today, and it would be great. I think there's a direct line from The Goonies and probably E.T. as well to why people in their 30s working in Hollywood are doing this, like, massive 80s nostalgia trend. Because this was... Stranger Things. Obviously Stranger Things, yes. And a movie just came out this year, Finding Ohana, on Netflix... I gave it three stars. It was pretty good, but it's like just a straight. It's it's the Goonies in yeah. Hawaii. People are calling that like a spiritual successor to the Goonies. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, in general, like I think the most of it holds up, other than the obviously uh, like very specific things that we already pointed out. But yeah, for the most part, it holds up for sure. Will Will you watch it again? Yeah. Yeah. This is a good rainy day movie. It's yeah. the perfect rainy day movie. Yeah, yeah, this is a good really like is. rainy day, or like you're just hanging out with some people, and it's like, ah, oh, we have a couple hours to kill. Let's throw something on. It's great for that. So yeah, I'll watch it again. Oh yeah, 100%. I bought it. I bought it. Like I own it now. So oh, there sure. you go. Yeah, Congrats, I bought Indiana man. Jones too. I'm, I think I'm going to make a habit of if it's a movie that I'm excited to see for this series, I'll just buy it beforehand oh, until we'll we get into the old black and white stuff that I'm just going to hate. Oh, I can't wait right to up. be on all those episodes because I love old black and white movies. I'm going to make you watch a lot of them. We'll think about it. (laughs) I just love that I have all the power of what we're going to watch next. Like, I've made the list, so. And you're picking at random, so. There might be a chance we're doing a black and white movie next month. Do I? Am I picking? Do I get to pick? Is that what you're saying? You pick a random number, one through four, and I'll tell you what we're going to watch. Okay. That's fair. (laughs) Uh. Okay, um, so let's get into. I actually love doing this, but the recast for for the movie. Yeah, uh, I can't wait y'all to hear me, y'all's picks. Do y'all want me to go first since I recasted the entire cast, or do y'all want to? Yeah, because I did not retake, recast the entire cast. No, on purpose, I only did a few since characters. You, did, you can go ahead and go. Okay, so for the Mikey character, I picked Jacob Tremblay. Um, I don't know if y'all seen Good Boys, but it was one of the funniest comedies that came out in 2019 about just three kids. Um, and he's just, he's Mikey. He's just like really good kid, really great kid, has zero flaws and is funny. That's basically what you need with Mikey. Um, Keith L. Williams as Chunk. So Keith L. Williams is the kid in uh, Last Man on Earth. Do y'all remember? Did y'all ever There's watch that? There's a kid in that? I never made it to the end of the show. Yeah. He's the kid that they find in Last Man on Earth. Um, he's also in in Good Boys and is one of the funniest child actors out there today. Um, Noah Jupe as Mouth. He's the guy who played young Shia LaBeouf in Honey Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I figured he can do it because he has like kind of an attitude because he had to play young Shia who was had kind of an attitude um and then forrest wheeler as data 
Um, he is one of the brothers in Fresh Off the Boat, which is a TV show about Eddie Wong's life, the professional chef. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's pretty good in that. Um, but I just, obviously, they would change that character up for today. Um, okay, for brand, Joe Keery from Stranger Things. I think he would be really great in that. He can play, we've seen him play like the older brother role where yeah. he actually cares about the kids, which is a big thing with Bran. Very similar character, you could, yeah. You could easily write off the older brother as just someone who doesn't want to be there, blah, blah, blah. Um, he's a little skinny yeah. to be Bran, I think. I don't know, Joe Keery's cute, spi- I approve. He's a spindly. He's hot. He doesn't, he doesn't have, Handsome I mean, dude, Bran spindly. doesn't have to be Jack. His whole, like, the first th- 30 minutes of the movie is just him working out in various ways. Well, you know, that's not... He spends the whole movie in workout clothes. That's not the... Uh, it mas- is his whole character. That's not the masculine image anymore in, in the... Yeah, welcome to 2021, Danny. Yeah. So, um, making a new movie, then. That's great. <laughs> I didn't know that that was the He can be working Andy, out. He can be doing cardio. He can be on that Peloton. Um, Andy, Catch him this is my Bella. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so great if it was just on the Peloton. <laughs> Watching music videos on YouTube. Yes. <laughs> Dude, people if you have enough money for a Peloton, you are not worried about losing your house. Okay. <laughs> um okay, uh Andy, I hated recasting Andy because she was a childhood crush of mine. Um but Catherine Newton, I mean, she was in the movie Freaky yeah. with Vince Vaughn and she screamed really well, which is basically the. She, thing she's that in that new does. movie, uh, the Map of Tiny Perfect Things, or something like that. It's kind of cute. It's like a yeah. cute Gen Z Palm Springs. She's good in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, and then Danny, you're gonna love this, but Steph Beanie Feldstein, I think she'd be hilarious. Oh, yeah. I think she'd be yeah, so good. good. Um, oh, Beanie's so Mama for Mama Fratelli, Francis McDormand. I think I, she'd the, be I, great. Spoiler alert, I also had Frances McDormand. It's such an obvious choice for Mama Fratelli. Because she is, she is low-key a very funny person, and I oh, think people hilarious. forget about that. Um, okay, and then we got some cameos coming for the Fratelli brothers. Ooh, so me jo- too. I think we might have similar answers. Josh Brolin as Jake yep. Fratelli, the big Italian dude, and Sean Astin as uh, yep. Francis Fratelli, the guy with the wig. You and me, dude. <laughs> You and me, dude, like and freaking then, two pieces of pot. <laughs> I had the exact same stuff written down right here. <laughs> and then for Sloth, John Cena. I think John Cena would nice. be perfect. He is such a funny actor. And all he has to do is just say the exact lines that Sloth already said. So, mm-hmm. Ellen's shaking her yeah. head at me. <laughs> I don't think he's that funny. Uh. Fair. Okay. I'm not well, that into John Cena, but he's fine. He's, uh, he's a that's good your opinion. You don't, you don't have to be a comedic genius to play sloth. Yeah, that's your opinion. You can live your truth if you want. To. <laughs> that's wrong. Uh, so who wants to go next? I'll go next. Ellen, why don't you go ahead? I didn't have yeah. that many picks. Um, so for Brand, my I love Brand. Um, I went with Lucas Hedges. Oh, that's a good one. I know he's probably a little too old now. Um. Maybe. But yeah. if we're recasting this, I'm assuming we're doing it now on the East Coast, as as you've said. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I love Lucas Hedges. I think he'd be a good older brother type. Um, for Mike, I picked um, the the kid from Stranger Things, the one who has the bowl cut and is like always possessed by. 
Oh, yeah. The Upside Down. What's yeah. his name? I, know yeah, who, I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember know his name. I know who you're talking about. You know who who what I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think everybody listening knows who you're talking about. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think his real name is Noah. Maybe. Sure. Um, we'll go with Noah. For Andy, I went with the girl of the moment, Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Would Olivia Rodrigo uh, do the song? For I can't remember who did the song for well, the she Goonies. plays oh Cindy Lauper uh, good enough yeah because she made that song for Goonies didn't she yeah she could I think she did yeah, yeah. so would Olivia but she plays Rodrigo piano. also she plays piano would she make would she make the song for the movie also yeah maybe I don't know so far all we all we've heard from her is like really emotional sad songs and that song good enough by Cindy Lauper is a banger good enough. that is such a good song um. So the only so I did the Fratelli brothers um, cameos is a good idea, but I went with um, Fred Armisen and Bill Hader. Oh, nice. that is such a good combo! It's, oh man, yeah, that great. is so good. And then, um, but for Mama Fratelli, it makes no sense because she's the same age as them. I guess they could put her in like funny old lady makeup. But yeah. I thought Tony Collette would be hilarious as Mama Fratelli. Oh yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah, and you just see her like yeah. losing her mind with rage, and it'd be <laughs> yeah. funny. That'd uh, be great. Yeah, I couldn't. If you're, I couldn't think of any of the other grown-ups because they barely have roles. If you're going the old makeup route, Amy Poehler could be good if they could make oh, her Amy look Poehler old. Would be great. And, and it, she could vibe yeah. off Bill Hader and Fred Armisen. Full SNL bit. Yeah, that would be good. Uh, okay, for my recast, uh, I didn't recast any of the kids, any of the Goonies, because I think I, for movies like this, the kids should all be unknowns. Like, this should be their first big break. I think this is exactly yeah. what you need. And I also just I don't know any kid actors, and so I don't want to spend my time researching. Like, I did not want to Google best actors under 15 years old. I just I don't have the time. You don't want <laughs> you don't want Google knowing that about you? It, it's that's something weird. you think it's about? That's a weird list. It's a weird <laughs> list that ties on that I don't want to be on. You know? Well, no, it's it's uh, crazy that we have this, you know, movie database service that we all are hey, on. Hey, let me make let me make a joke. Quit, quit killing my fun, Ty. Every time I try to say anything even sort of fun, you just ruin it, and I, <laughs> I can't do this anymore. The only like uh, little kid actor. Wait, what if we like swapped Mikey for a girl, and it's that girl from, uh, um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, who's like the young girl. I don't remember. I didn't like that movie, so I don't really. Remember she was in the who, she was in the western remember. show. Oh, who was only in it oh, for like yeah. five minutes? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that the only other good. like little kid actor that I sure. know of. I just want unknowns as the Goonies. That would I think be, that's very fun. That would be, to be the next such, Stranger Things kids. That would be such a hilarious recast if they did. It was all girls, but no, Brand it wouldn't make any money. The, It'd be a bomb. But Brand is still the older brother, and it's just him. Just, Hating his life that he has to babysit <laughs> all, all these, these girls. girls. I think that would, that would be a really that funny recast. It'd be hilarious, but we all know, we all know, no one would see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, that's I want why Ghostbusters because I want the I want the new Goonies kids to be like the next batch of Stranger Things kids who like this is all their big break, and then they yeah. like you got to see them go up to that. I think that'd be very fun. Uh, oh, for the redhead brand, girl from. Sorry, I'm just stepping all over you, but the redhead girl I from. I literally can't say anything from it. Yeah. <laughs> The redhead girl from Stranger Things would be a good Andy. Oh, the the skate girl, Max. skateboard girl. Okay, I'll stop. Yeah. 
No, keep it, interrupting. No, it's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, my brand, I chose someone who's not a good actor, but I think is uh, perfect for stuff like this. It's uh, Noah Centineo, Centineo, I don't know how to say his last name. He's a terrible actor, um, but I yeah. think that he would be good in this. He's the guy from uh, All the Boys I've Loved Before. Yeah. I've never seen it. I mean, uh, it's actually, that's pretty good. The first, it's actually like a good the movie. The first movie's good. The first one. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, heard, he's, uh, he's a himbo and I think like he could be very fun <laughs> as like the, major himbo. like the, the dumb older brother who works out, but is very nice and supportive. Like, I think he'd do well at that. I the can see only that. thing I know about that guy is I think Megan said some bad things about him in the last on the downloads. He sucks. He's a, he's not a great actor, but I think he, I think he would do well in this role. Also, what the hell is a himbo? Oh, Ty. I've never, I've never heard that word. Pause to let Ty Google himbo. (laughs) Is it a bad? No, it's like, no, it's, it's not a bad. It's a a cute, dumb, like cute. It's the dumb jock. It's a dumb, cute jock. Who's very nice and respectful. Why do I need to know what that means? You don't. Uh, okay, moving on. For Andy, I chose uh, Maya Hawk from Stranger Things. She's Joe Keery's love interest from season uh, two or yeah, season yeah, three yeah. or whatever. She works yeah, yeah. in the ice cream shop with yeah. him in Stranger Things. I think yeah, she'd yeah. be very fun in this. Um, my choice for Steph is Kiernan Shipka from Mad Men and the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I think she'd be good in this. Uh, Mama Fratelli, obviously, Francis McDormand. The Fratelli brothers are Sean Ass and Josh Brolin. Me and Ty have that in common. And then my sloth is Boban Marjanovic, the center for the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, and also, he was in John He wouldn't Wick, even so need to put any makeup experience. on. Oh. He wouldn't even need to put makeup yeah. on. <laughs> I mean, he's not – that's rude. Uh, but also, like, he looks like he would do well. It's, he'd be perfect for sloth. This is the right choice. Uh, yeah, I guess so. So that's my recast. I, I just cast a very fun Netflix remake of The Goonies is what I just did. Yeah. I don't have a problem with any of those except for Noah, whatever. Sentinel. prefaced it with he's a terrible actor. Like, just choose a good he's actor. Not like, he just keeps – they keep putting him as the – he keeps playing the exact same role. Like, he's cast as the, like, handsome, charming idiot in every Netflix, uh, like, Netflix original teen rom-com. He was that for, like, three years in a row. Um, but I, I don't think he'd be fun at this. Okay. He looks the part. He's like he is in shape. Looks like he clearly works out a lot. He's kind of funny, kind of charming. No, I hate that you're right. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm right. He's not a great actor, but I'm right. I think he'd do well in this. I guess if you say so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, dude. Just dump on a pic of a guy that you've never even heard of. No, I'm just I'm, on the only thing time. I know about him is he's a terrible actor, so I don't want him to be in the Goonies. <laughs> no, he'd do well. I mean, this. Joe Keery would be great. Oh yeah, he'd be fantastic. I'm not mad at Joe Keery. Okay, we are down to the moment of truth. Um, Danny is going to rate this on Letterbox. For those of you that don't know what Letterbox is, it's a movie database where you can rate and review movies. Um, and it gives you a score of one to five. Um, I currently have Goonies as a five-star movie. Ellen, what do you have Goonies at? 
I don't have it in my letterbox because I'm a terrible letterbox participant. Um, I, I get on like every six months and like do a big upload of movies because uh, I'm really bad at keeping up with that. But it would be a f- it would be five stars, hands down, hands yeah. down. Danny, what is your letterbox score? So this one was tricky um, because like there's a lot of different factors that go into what kind of rating I want to give it. Like one of the factors is I watched this for the first time as a 29 year old man. I'm not the target audience. Um, but you also have to consider what it was trying to do. And what it was trying to do is it was trying to be a cheesy eighties kids movie. Uh, and it was great at that. Uh, and so there's, there's just a lot of things that you have to look at, but finally I arrived at four stars, which is good. Four stars for me is a very good movie that I enjoyed a lot. Okay. 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 So yeah. Okay. So we're two for two with movies that we found that you you've enjoyed. Yeah. I I thought this movie was very very fun. It was super fun from start to finish. Um, Ty, you mentioned the script was super cheesy, but again, yeah. I kind of wanted the cheesiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, watching it for the first time is twenty nine years old, not the target audience, and so a few of the things were just like, oh yeah, that was good. I get what they were trying to do there. Um, but yeah, four stars is not a it's not me knocking it at all. Four stars means it was a really good movie that I, that I liked. Yeah. There's okay. just a few things that are going to stop it from being like one of my favorite movies of all time. But I really, I thought it was, it did perfectly at what it was trying to do. And that's worth something. I think I could live with that. I can yeah. live with that score. What about you, Ellen? I can live with that. Um, the fact that you don't have the nostalgia wrapped up in it. It's hard for me to separate that yeah. because I truly like, look back at all of like the lines and the bits and the funny character things and think that they are perfect. And I don't know if I, if it's possible for me to really be objective. Um, but so Ty and I have gone back and forth quoting our favorite parts and pointing out to scenes that we love. Danny, was there a point when you, I mean, I don't know if you're the type to actually like laugh out loud, even if you find something funny, but was there any point where you were like, either laughing out loud or like truly found a part funny. Yeah. I laughed out loud a few times. I, 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 if I feel a lot of emotions when watching movies, I, I get very like empathetically attached to the characters in the movie. Like I try to like put myself in their shoes. And so there's a lot of stuff that did like, uh, breaking the statue at the beginning when the penis broke off. <laughs> and Mikey says, that's my mom's favorite part. It's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. I lost it. I like, like laughed very very hard at that um pretty much everything data said just because he i love the i love the exasperated just i'm annoyed at all of you i'm way too good and smart for all of you and i keep saving your butts like i I said i'm setting booby traps god yeah the the booty booby traps uh bit was very funny to me i enjoyed that a lot uh, you know, there were there's a there's a lot of parts. I like again. I really really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. Heck yeah. Okay. So yeah, we're 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 two for two, man. So let's hope yeah. that we go three for three. Yeah. Well, we we've we've stuck in the '80s so far, yeah. and so oh. like you're gonna start you're gonna start progressively moving backwards, and like we're gonna get to the '40s. Well, and hey, I still have the '90s. 
I still have the '90s. You still haven't seen like some movies from like 2008 that you yeah, definitely should see. Yeah, there are multiple movies in the 2000s. I, I, like, Wait, I don't think this, we, these have to be specifically the super old movies. Th- these don't have to be specifically like really old movies that I watch. Uh, they just need to be movies that I should have seen that have not seen. Yeah, uh, but uh, obviously most of those are really old. Before we leave the Goonies, I have to say something super irrelevant that I have been meaning to tell you guys. I have always told. Okay. So Cameron and I decided a long time ago, if we ever own a cat, which at this point we can't because our dogs hate cats, we would name it Chester Copperpot because I think that is the perfect name for a cat. It's the perfect reference to Chester Copperpot. Yeah. Uh, Ellen, here's something fun you could do, a kind of a compromise uh, D&D character, Chester Copperpot. It's great for that. I'm just holding out for a cat someday. I don't know. Danny, did you... Did you find when they were going through Chester Copperpot's wallet and they pull out like a rookie, like baseball Mickey card. Mantle card, and they're like, "Who the hell's Mickey Mantle?" And I was just like, "Oh, oh no, I missed God. that." I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think I missed that part. That's so funny. The baseball fan of me was just like, "Oh no, who the hell and is Baby is like Ruth?" <laughs> That's very good. I think uh, I was so wrapped that that I was wrapped up in everything that Mouth was doing, and that I think I might have that part. He's crying. Why why don't y'all get like a big like a very colorful fish for your fish tank and name it Chester Copperpot? That's pretty good. We she I'm dead set I'm dead set on it being a cat. I feel like it's the perfect wait, name for a cat. Wait, are there rabbit? fish tank decorations of One Eyed Willie's ship that you can put Almost in your certainly. fish tank? Almost we didn't certain. put any fish in that fish tank that we got. It is but you put pure... water in it, didn't you? No. Oh. That's so much maintenance. You... Okay, so Cameron. Wait, what do you you have a you have a fish tank that you don't have anything in? Cameron and she I. Has a fish tank she could fit in. Yeah, Cameron and I ended up with this like giant like ninety gallon fish tank. It's a long story. We we helped his stepdad move out of his office, and he gave us this fish tank that he didn't have time anymore and we looked into it and fish are like a really expensive hobby especially with like a giant fish tank it's so much maintenance so much work so i turned it into a succulent garden it has no living creatures in it just a bunch of cactus and that is the commitment i'm willing to make that's fun that's a good idea and half of them have already died so that just shows that like (laughs) i should not I still think even though there's no water in it, you should decorate it like One-Eyed Willie's cave. It's a desert. Okay. Well, sure. <laughs> you could you could put some sun lamps and like grow herbs in it. I bet that would be kind of cool. Ooh, what kind of herbs are you talking about? Also, I don't know. if I were to, I like, I'm, Thyme and I have to say, dill and mint and <laughs> stuff. I, don't know. I was thinking about herbs. if there was other herbs, I'd chip in, but. Saying it's something we could actually participate in. Um, but I'll ha- do we do that in Texas yet? Is that a th- have, have we lifted that law in Texas yet? I think it's like, it's almost. Yeah, if you're, yeah, it's it's basically. Well, if you look like us, it's never it's been scary. illegal, according yeah. to John Mulaney. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Quoting John Mulaney, if you're white, it's always been it's legal. always been legal. That's, that's a fair point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, right. I have to uh, stand gotta... on a ladder just to get my hand inside of this thing. So, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, that was the Goonies. That we got to pick a movie for for uh, April. Yeah. Okay, so I was deciding on what movies to do next, and we have gone easy on you. I forgot to submit some uh, some things that would have been a much harder 
You're very mean, Ellen. You you're a, a bully at heart. And so Ellen, you're just I try actually to stuff that I would I'm hate. trying I to educate you on stuff, and I want you to just hurry up and watch it. I channeled. Yeah, you're very mean about it. I channeled what I think you would pick, and all of these four movies, at some point, have been considered the greatest movie ever made. Um, no, I'm gonna hate all of these. Please tell me. One movie is from the 40s. One movie is from the 50s. One movie is from the 60s, and one movie is from the 70s. Citizen Kane is so boring. I really hope. (laughs) Is one of like? Can we put it? Can we have could, a time limit rule on these? Because if you ever nope. make me watch a three-hour movie, I'm done. It's, yeah, Unless it's, it's Lord eventually. of the Rings. I've seen those. I can't do that for this. <laughs> I wish I could. Okay, so well, I can't tell you what the other movies are that you don't pick because they're eventually going to come up another time at some point. And I want you to be Great. genuinely surprised. So, listeners, what I've done is made a list one through four, um, randomized it, Danny is going to pick a number one through four, and that is the movie that we are going to do next month. And all of these movies, you know, we've gone very easy on you. And these movies are good. It's only been two. Like, you act like I've been babied for months. We <laughs> gave, you, this is a, this is we gave you a four and a half star movie and a four star movie. You've got it real easy for for what we wanted to do. This doesn't have to be torture. The The goal going into this wasn't torture. It's not torture. Me to appreciate no. education. It's education. Right. I'm on your side. Like, the goal is not supposed to be torture. As mean as I am, I really do want you to enjoy yeah. things that we love. He just said there was a movie from the 40s, Ellen. <laughs> and it's I'm a, not gonna a like freaking awesome movie. 40s. Some it's truly a great awesome movies movie. from that were made in CinemaScope. <laughs> All right. So okay. I, I have to pick one through four? Is that what one through four. Pick a number one through four. All right. You guys know I'm a big nerd, uh, so I'm going to roll a D4. I've oh, got my D&D God. dice here. This, this is the most random way to do it. I love this. It's a it's a two. <laughs> this, no. Next month, listeners, we will be watching Seven Maybe. Samurai. Akira Kurosawa's Seven Samurai. Okay, okay. that's interesting. Unfamiliar, it, 100, totally unfamiliar. It is streaming on HBO Max, so if you have HBO Max, Danny, you don't have to buy I it. I do. Yeah, completely unfamiliar. Could not be less familiar with a movie than I am with Seven Samurai. By that. I I have so, this movie rated as five stars. Um, there's been a lot of American movies, like in yeah. American cinema, based on Seven Samurai, but make it Western. So like the Magnificent Magnificent Seven. Yeah. Which has been remade a few times. I know you don't know he what it means, just not yeah. along. Um, Magnificent Seven, based on the Seven Samurai. I know the song from Magnificent Seven because I was in middle school band. Okay. So <laughs> that if that's something. It's nothing to me. Um, okay. Well, I was in Fair. band too, so whatever. But um, I and was then not band. I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing that's very modern that was heavily influenced by Seven Samurai: The Mandalorian. Yes. American is Western. Is it in English or is it foreign it language is, with subtitles? It is in Japanese and it's subtitles, but there's I don't think there exists a dub version of Akira Kurosawa. And there shouldn't. I, I don't watch I, I refuse to watch dub of live action anyway. If the mouth doesn't match up with what they're saying, then I won't watch it. I was just it's, wondering. I'm it's not Japanese. Like, I'm not opposed to foreign language films at all. That's just kind of another barrier to entry that's going to make this a little tough. It is long. I think there's a five-minute intermission during the, <laughs> during oh, the middle no, of it. no, don't give me a movie with an intermission. Well, here's... here's That's here's, so mean. I'm going to oh, make I'm it gonna easy make you for watch you. I'm going to make you watch Gone with the Wind. 
what if you watch until intermission and then the next day you watch like you watch it as a two-part movie oh, if cool. you can, so I can make this a week-long event well just a two-day all right two let's day see I'm, I'm looking it up right now to see the <laughs> runtime we're doing this live three and a half hours <laughs> Ty, it's three and a half hours from 1954. What? And it's That's in black so and white. Long. And it's all black and white. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's in black and white. It's black and white. It's in a foreign language. And it's three and a half hours, Ty? <laughs> this podcast sucks. Are you kidding me? Somewhere. Who has time for this? I have a job and hobbies. Somewhere right now, hobbies. Shane okay. Shane is loving his life. <laughs> oh, you gotta get Shane on for that one. This sucks. It's a great movie. As much as I hate That's to be like so this long. far behind Shane on guest appearances, you gotta get him on for this one. Well, we don't that count. So don't worry, Ella. We don't count bonus episodes as real appearances. Three and a half hours. Are you kidding me? I don't think I've ever watched a three and a half hour movie in my life. I don't have the attention span for what this. What about the extended version of I can't Lord text Rings. during yeah. it because it's in a foreign language and there's subtitles. Well, you shouldn't be texting it. If you're watching it for the first time, you shouldn't be texting during it. I don't, even if it's in Ty, English. you don't understand. I don't have the attention span for this. Nothing <laughs> about my attention span is going to allow me to stare at a TV for three and a half hours. I can just do it. I'm going to have to break this up into four episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Danny, it's a really good movie. It is a very. We're gonna recast Seven Samurai. It's been done, like a lot. Yeah, well, well, for that famously by Chris frickin' Pratt. Yeah, that was a terrible. (laughs) The night, the '60s version of Magnificent Seven was way better. Uh, Yeah, Steve McQueen was really good. We'll we'll recast it as a western, um, because I'm never gonna put Magnificent Seven, the '60s version, on the on the list. No, because it is kind of boring, to be honest. Yeah. So we'll recast it as a western, since neither of us know any Japanese actors. Can't wait! Can't wait! (laughs) Danny, it's it is such a good movie. I need the listeners to understand. I promise, when I sit down to watch this movie. I will go into it with the hopes that I love it. I'm not going to go into it assuming I'll hate it. Do you- I'm going to go into it with an open mind. I have the ability to do that, I promise. But at the moment, where I'm still at least a few weeks away from starting it, could not be less excited. I'm so upset at this show. You- it's so long, Ty. <laughs> do, you want me, do you want me to tell you? I'll actually, I think I can tell you the other choices just to see what you missed. And I'm not going to use them for like five months anyway. Like not yeah. one of them. So number one was The Godfather. That was a movie from the seventies. Why did you exclusively choose thirty-hour-long movies? Number three was Casablanca from the forties. You would hate that. Isn't that also crazy long? No, it's not that long. And then number four was two thousand one, A Space Odyssey. I haven't. I also haven't seen that. So if it does get picked, I'll watch it with you. That is a movie. I only gave that movie three and a half stars on Letterboxd. I, I was hoping you didn't have Then why are you going to make me watch it if you don't even like it's it that just, much? It's like an American standard. Yeah, like it's an education thing. I oh, gee, that one's only two and a half hours long. I Great. picked it's movies like that short, people can sit. Park compared to Seven Samurai. <laughs> this is like a movie. Like, I honestly you need- can't believe Seven Samurai was on this list and that we're already getting to it. Like it's. <laughs> we have to have a... We're... Um, 
It's such a massive leap. That is such you. We when we talked about doing this show, you and I specifically talked about. Yeah, we'll gradually work up to the older ones or the ones that like might be tough to watch. This is the massive leap. Ty. It would get so boring if it was just like black Here's and another white 80s movie that we're gonna black watch. and white foreign language and three and a half hours long. That's such a big leap from the freaking Goonies. Danny, you need to be educated, man. You, if a movie lover should I don't see need to at be least anything. I work in real estate. I don't have to be educated a, about anything. A movie lover needs to see at least one Akira Kurosawa movie. I'm he, a movie liker at best. Hey, Danny, I'll watch it too. How does that make you feel? It, it, I'll it watch it. Change I'm going to watch it. I have to watch it. I still have to watch it. it I love make me Seven watch Samurai. Le- it's not like we can split it up. I wish we could split it up. <laughs> Where you watch a part, I watch a part, and you watch a part. Like, I wish we could do that. That would be great, but we can't. It's not a group project. I have to do this all by myself. And then I and then I have to be like not super mean about it during the episode because I don't want people to be super mad at me. You don't have to like it. I mean, if if I dump on a movie like this, people are going to be so mad at me. I, I dump on stuff people like all the time. I have no problem with it. Well, that's because you're, you're significantly meaner than I am. It's because no, he's I a Gryffindor and you're a Hufflepuff. Yeah. I know I'm the best. I don't care what people think about me. Ew, ew, ew. That did not go down smooth at all. I did not like doing that. All right, we need to wrap this up. The last, last 10 minutes has just been me shouting at the top of my lungs. Okay. When is it, when is it not? When is it not? That's okay. This was a fun. This is a really fun episode. Goonies is an all timer. I'm so glad you've seen it. And Me too. Next month, I, re- I genuinely really enjoyed it. I, I had a, I had a lot of fun watching this one. And next month, join us for Seven Samurai, which is going to be can't so, wait. So, so all right. So, thanks so, for so joining. Thanks for joining us for this month's bonus episode of Danny Watches, which is I think what Ty said. Yeah. We're going to start calling it now, right? Danny Watches. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Ellen, for joining us. Please listen to Love That Movie and follow at Love That underscore Movie on Twitter and at Love That Movie Pod on Instagram. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Rank Kings Pod. Don't forget the double K in the middle. We will be back next month with Seven Samurai. <laughs> um, feel free to send us suggestions over social media for like movies that you want Ty to add to his list. Like I think fan, this is a great tr- spot for like fan input. If it's a movie that you think I haven't seen, which if it's an older movie, I probably haven't. Sorry. Um, yeah. Tweet it at us. Send us an Instagram message. Ty's got a list that he's building. Uh, and he'll throw it in the roulette long, for, for next month. It's a long list. Jeez. <laughs> Great. Uh, until next time, your looks are kind of pretty when your face isn't screwing it up. Bye. Slick yeah. shoes. <laughs>